All right, welcome back to the parenting course. Just a reminder that if you're taking this course alone on the commute, but you're parenting with a partner or spouse, I wanna make sure you include them in the course as well. Invite them to watch the same videos as you, either on their commute or at home on their computer, and then discuss those questions at the end of each video, over dinner or in the evening with your partner in parenting. But for now, enjoy today's content. Welcome back. We're now moving on to part two, how we establish patterns for a healthy family life. As parents, one of the most empowering things we can do is to set aside time to step back and think about our parenting and ask ourselves some questions. Questions like, what's our vision for our family life? What are our goals? What do we want our children's memories to be of us and of their home in 20 years' time? Will our children associate our home with having fun together as a family, being a place where they're listened to, knowing where the boundaries lie and knowing that when they got it wrong, there was forgiveness and a new start. In this section, we want to look at three practical ways we can be deliberate in putting our goals into action. These things aren't complicated, but they can be challenging and may mean we have to make some changes in our routines, habits and lifestyle. But as we do so, we can be confident we're building on the right foundations. First, the importance of play. Children thrive on play. They need masses of it. Jean Piaget, the child psychologist, said, play is the work of children. Play comes naturally to them, and as parents, we must allow and even encourage them to play, even though it may be messy or noisy and seem to us like a waste of time. Play to, to adults does not look like very much. It's really kids just messing about. Um, often we get conned into buying them expensive toys and so on, but they don't need that. Play is the natural drive to explore and learn that is in every child. And um, it's absolutely essential to their development in every way, socially, cognitively, emotionally and physically. Without real play, children are going to be developmentally at risk. My son loves to play with cars and doing painting and Play-Doh. Um, they both love to make up little fantasies with animals and Barbie dolls and, and my daughter just loves to play things like football and then she'll go to the other extreme of wanting to do hair and nails and girly things. Yeah, and I chase Bart sometimes in the house and we sometimes throw water bombs. Why though? these magnetic things that like you have like a ball and you attach things to it and you make like motorbikes and helicopters and stuff. Me and like my mum always play like Scrabble. I do a lot of reading indoors when it's a rainy day or something. And I do, I help my brother with reading when he needs it and I just pretty much read all the time. I would play with my Lego because I love Lego. When I was younger, um, I used to always play imaginative games with my sister. Mm. Well, we like playing well, we like board go... games and card games sometimes. Yeah. Board games, a bit of card games. We're not really good at card games. Of course, there are many different types of play. For example, indoor play, such as sitting on the floor with a nine-month-old building bricks, doing jigsaws with a toddler, cooking or painting or making things with an older child. Sometimes the best toys don't need to cost much. I remember when our children were all little and we had to get a new washing machine. Nikki gave them the box that it came in to play with. 
He cut out a window on one side and a door on the other side and turned it into the best playhouse they ever had. And it lasted slightly longer than the washing machine. There's also outdoor play, going to the park so they can run and jump and go on the swings or the slide, going to the adventure playground or climbing trees, allowing them to take risks within sensible guidelines, learning to swim, to rollerblade or to ride a bike. Just getting outside and having some space is good for everyone. They have a playhouse outside, which has their sort of garden toys in it and just outside things. And they like doing make-believe stuff out there and cooking and playing house. Me and Tom and Mimi used to play this water game. And we used to fill up this little, my brother's little water bucket um, because he got a gut, he got a water gun. And we used to always fill it up. And we used to make a track down the trampoline. We slided down it. We mm. poured some water on everybody. If Dad's outside, we normally help him with help him with the gardening. Oh, do you like doing that? Yeah, we just get in some old clothes and then start doing it. It's really fun. We play this army game. Like he's an army tank and I'm a submarine, and we pretend like there's an army attacking, and we have to go like run to the base, run back. Some of them, some of them really. Like simple things are just sticks and rocks. That's it. And sand and water. They go ballistic about those sort of things. And um, our, our oldest son is just into bugs, uh, and he'll come and run up to you with a caterpillar in his hand. Or a, we had a blindworm recently as well, which is like a, it's like a lizard without legs, uh, but it looks like a snake. So it causes a bit of reaction from people in the general neighbourhood. Yeah. I like playing outside with my friends with my lightsabers because I've got lots of them and whacking bushes and playing on the swing sometimes. We go down to the park. She will somewhere, no matter where she goes, she will find a snail that she believes is an orphan and needs a home. So she then spends hours collecting leaves and twigs and things to make homes and bedrooms and gardens and food and tables for the snails and then gets really distraught if it's time to leave it. <laughs> as well as developing their imagination and creativity, another important benefit of play is the social dimension. As they play with other children, they learn to share, to take it in turns, to communicate, to resolve arguments, to make friends. A lot of our children's play will be and should be on their own or with a brother or sister. But some of it needs to be with us. I remember one very wet summer's day in Scotland when our children were aged between 6 and 12. And I was tempted to say that they could all stay inside and watch a DVD. But we went outside instead and ended up sliding down a steep, very muddy hill on black plastic dustbin bags. We came back completely soaked and covered in mud from head to toe. And they thought it was the best day of the whole holiday. Our children want to be where the fun is, and encouraging them to play makes our home a fun place to be. Our question for you today is, did you have fun with your family growing up? When do you have the most fun together as a family now? Have fun considering that question. We'll see you tomorrow.